From the 15th floor of the Energy Building, this is GNR Airtime, the podcast that explores the current trends from emerging and well-established industries hosted by the lawyers of GNR. This podcast is for general guidance only and does not constitute definitive advice. Hello everyone, welcome to GNR Airtime. My name is Bagus Wichaksono and for this episode, I'm joined by my dear colleague, Rosie Madian. Hi Bagus. Hi, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> Alright, so we are going to have a slightly different episode today. Uh, usually we want to focus on the topics that are relevant to our practice. So I will let Rosie introduce the next guest that we're going to have and why is this particular person is one of the most important aspects to our practice. <laughs> so today we're joined with uh, Sani Pradipto and he's the head of HR at ANO Jakarta. Right. Hi. Okay. Hi, welcome. Hello guys. Hello, Thank you for having me on this airplane. It's our pleasure. Rosie, so this is going to be a very interesting discussion because not only that we're going to be talking about the life in a law firm, but mm-hmm. We're also going to tell our listeners about the process of picking, if I must say, the best talent <laughs> in the industry. Uh, I'm not saying that I am the best talent, but I'd like to think that we are able to host the best talents in the industry. Following that, uh, following that recruitment process and uh, stories, we're going to also be talking about what does it take for a head of HR in a magic circle firm to tend and to manage the people. In the, uh, in the institution. So just to start us off, um, can you give our audience insight on law, life at a law firm? Uh, life in today's law firm, as you guys can experience, it can be very dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your works are pretty much focused in delivering quality advices and deliverable to clients. But I think uh, one thing to note that life in a law firm can also be very fun because you are actually in direct control of your career, direct control of how you manage your time and of course your work-life balance. Life in a law firm is pretty different from the typical 9 to 5 kind of mm-hmm. jobs. Yep. So I would say that this is a, a very interesting uh, life career. to live. Exactly. <laughs> uh, on that note, I think a lot of there, there's this common view by, by the people who are not in the industry that see Uh, law firm or life and as a corporate lawyer as stressful and that it comes with long sleepless nights <laughs> I mean I don't think that's the case but what do you think I mean yeah, yeah, from from the perspective of the non uh, uh, legal people yeah I agree with you I don't think it's the case I think it really depends on it on each individual uh, working in whatever industries out there like uh, real sector or even internet companies like startups mm. it can also be yep, very yep, stressful. Yep, 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 yep. So I think the key here for employees is really to have an effective and efficient task and time management. As the head of HR in ANO Jakarta, you must deal with different kind of people, with different kind of personalities. Yeah. So one question to you is, mm. are lawyers actually difficult to handle? <laughs> Understand there are support staff also in Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a very good question. When you deal with people, you, you involve feelings or emotions. So I think the key to establish an effective relationship is really to trust each other and never reach to any conclusion too soon. And I guess to answer your questions whether it is difficult to manage lawyers or non-lawyers, uh, it really depends on your approach, right? right. I think on yeah. this day and age, 
data sometimes speaks louder than words. So by using data in approaching someone or driving your action, it will really rationalize people. Right. Wow, that's a way different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, what's trending in current HR world or employment world, I think HR now, regardless of the industry, they, they often use people analytics right. to generate specific solutions or programs. And I agree that this approach is more impactful to employees because it addresses the right pain points. Right, so right, in right. a way, you in tailor your approach. So no one size fits all is better or is a good approach when you deal with people. I guess to answer Rosie's question, I think Rosie is not that difficult to handle. <laughs> <laughs> But you're a little bit difficult. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's very good to know. <laughs> all right. So you mentioned uh, briefly uh, previously about people analytics. So by doing that, by using people analytics, uh, I would I suppose you can try to find the characteristic of top performing people mm, also. Mm. And so on that note, what do you think makes a great lawyer? I mean, of course, the people in the industry that would They, they will definitely have a lot of different opinions of what makes great lawyers. Maybe those who can uh, definitely man, uh, manage a work and life, uh, mm. like Rosie, mm. uh, or or those who are able to just focus on uh, delivering uh, amazing quality of quality work. Of works, yeah. But uh, from your point of view, uh, mm. from being head of HR, overseeing mm. a lot of uh, mm. I I hope amazing talents <laughs> yeah. every day. So what what do you think makes a great lawyer? I think the power of uh, people analytics, mm. you can utilize to a certain extent to filter or screen uh, potential talents out there. But uh, we have to remember, uh, these people analytics, we can have to use it right in terms of quantity and quality, and we should never ignore the human element mm. when we approach potential talents. Right. Because to answer your questions, in my opinion, what defines a good lawyer. I think good lawyer or great lawyer is a well-rounded lawyer. She or he must know and excel at the law. And importantly, uh, she or he must keep abreast on the evolving global trends and business environment. Yeah, that's, it's not just law. It's yeah. So it's not just law. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think a diverse set of interests is a good indicator usually to, to detect Uh, one's potential to be a good lawyer and this is where the people analytics comes into play mm. so uh, often corporations out there not only us uh, they are using variety of recruitment analytics mm -hmm. to screen the best talents okay. these analytics actually help us to identify one's fitness a candidate fitness okay. to an organization so fitness not only in terms of technical but also the behavioral mm, or yeah. cultural fitness oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I'll give you an example. Right, so yeah. In our office at ANO Jakarta, we use immersive online situational judgment test. So all candidates, they go through our website, they launch in the replication over there, and uh, there is a situational judgment test, like an online questionnaire, video-based, to really assess how you will react in certain unique or extreme situations. I think Rosie will do very well at that. She is, yeah, uh, I mean, like we try to make the, the the case as real and unique as possible, and no answer. Uh, so there is no wrong right answer. Or wrong answer. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's interesting. Now we're moving from recruiting to tending career journey. Mm. 
So <laughs> you, you can keep it brief. We don't want to bore our audience. I mean, yeah. and we don't want to give away too much. Also, so I mean, we can. Well, we can. Okay. No, no problem. So fresh graduate usually begins their career journey as an intern for six months, and then after six months they enter their trainee year for one year, and then after they successfully complete the trainee associate contract. You will enter the associate year all the way up to senior associate and then council and then finally to partnership. Along each stage of your journey, of course, there will be a performance, 360 performance uh, evaluations process to keep you uh, on the right track and mm -hmm. also to make sure that your career goal is still aligned with your aspiration. In Ellen and Overy, we, we don't put numbers in our people when you do when we do ratings. Mm. You see, so all of our uh, performance is assessed based on feedbacks. So 360 feedbacks is pretty much feedbacks from your seniors, your peers, as well as your yeah. juniors. Not only from this jurisdiction or this country, but also from other ANO offices in the network. Um, and can you also share a bit on how you develop the talents that you have already recruited and what can be offered by a human resources team to an already outstanding talent? Wow, that's a big word there. That's a big word there. <laughs> well, I would like to think that your development, your capability development start on day one when you actually join the firm. On your day one or let's say first week after you join the firm, you will experience series of inductions mm. to really make yourself familiar with the work of corporate law. Because we cannot take for granted that fresh graduate in law already knows where is corporate law from and this profession. So that series of induction, I would think it's by itself is a good capability development. Along the journey, we do have a structured local and global learning programs. Uh -huh. Um, whether it's located in Indonesia, in the region, or all the way to global. And that's all structured during your associate years. But we have to bear in mind that actually the best way to develop ourselves mm -hmm. is achieved through on-the-job training. Right. So that is actually why all of our new hires will be paired with experienced mentors from day one to really expose them with variety of real deal transactions and cases. Mm. Um, you mentioned that there's also global training. Yes. Um, where is that? Where does that take place? Do you mean that we, I mean, can <laughs> go away no. <laughs> to other offices and then we can just work from there? So we do have what we call learning center in this part of the world. Mm -hmm. So our learning center in Asia Pacific, they are located in Hong Kong, Sydney, and Singapore. So most of our regional based training will be hosted by either of those uh, countries. Right. But there are certain programs that is uh, hosted only in our headquarters, which is in London. But also good to know as well that aside from, as I mentioned, aside from uh, learnings, we do have what we call uh, client secondments, uh, mm. ANO secondments, and as, as well as offsites, practice group offsite. And that can be anywhere in the world, as in long the as world. there's an opportunity. Exactly. Okay. In, in regards to international secondment, have we actually had that at the office? Yes. Us, us. We're going we're gonna to go. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Oh. Yeah, I think international secondment to, to, to different offices, that is one of the best way to develop uh, yourself. Not only that you will be exposed to different set of uh, 
views, uh, but also uh, to build your network yeah. among your colleagues uh, within ANO uh, offices. So uh, in the last two years, the Jakarta office has been very active in, in the international settlement program. Mm -hmm. And uh, to answer your uh, last bit, uh, Rossi, you mentioned that what the HR team can do or uh, what they have in plan to develop outstanding talents. For outstanding talents or what I refer to as emerging leaders, right. the future leaders of the firm, we do have certain type of learnings aside from secondments, client secondments or uh, classroom training. This particular training we refer to as the four, uh, the four dimensional type of learning. Mm -hmm. So we usually put our outstanding talent to involve in real case simulation with professional actors to deconstruct a real problem and learn from the feedbacks on site because I think uh, that sort of uh, training is really uh, one of the effective ways to groom the emerging leaders. Wow, that wow. sounds like a very extensive set of trainings. Of course, in order for you to excel and to shine at this career, uh, you need to be able, not, I don't think it's enough for you to be smart. Mm. I don't think it's enough for you to be able to withstand long hours and sleepless nights. I mean, th those are occasional. I mean, definitely those do not happen every day. That's just things that we have to do when we have a commitment. But more importantly is the level of support that your institution, the organization can give. Yeah, right. I, I think that's, uh, that's a good point to highlight because I think once you identified as uh, outstanding talent or emerging leader, we have to help you to change your mindset. Not, not only you're a good lawyer, but also you're a business owner. Oh. And by having this some sort of real case simulation involving many actors, professional actors or institutions out there, uh, you will be exposed to world beyond law firms. Right, right. And that's hence, I think, uh, what I mentioned in the beginning, uh, it will really add and or create value to your mindset. Okay, so that's on the professional side of it. Can you share some fun things, some experiences, opportunities that lawyers at A&O can enjoy? I like this question. <laughs> yes, I do too. The perks. Let's the talk perks. about the perks. I think uh, we, before spilling too much of what <laughs> perks we do offer to our employees, I kind of agree guys. I think uh, giving or providing positive employee experience is actually a great retention strategy. Mm, mm, um, mm. And as you mentioned, Rossi, uh, aside from the development side, like training, second month, uh, we do actually have quite a number of uh, breakthrough programs yeah, in this market, I would say. So for example, we do offer now in-house counseling, a full board meal, so we provide breakfast, lunch, all the way to dinner for our employees. Amazing. We do have an in-house wellness room. So uh, soon the wellness room, perhaps you can also uh, use it as a meditation room or snooze off room. Uh, we do have a subsidized sports program. It's an annual program, so you can do whatever sports and the firm will subsidize uh, part of it. And of course, we do have the regular HR happiness program to build awareness on the importance of well-being and healthy mind. We know that this profession, the lawyering profession, is one of the most stressful professions out there. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it is our responsibility to enable awareness 
or change management around those issues you see so that's why we package it as happiness program but the idea behind it is really to make you guys aware on the importance of well-being uh, we have the upgraded maternity and paternity benefits so the maternity and paternity policies is now uh, more than what the statutory require for this country that's amazing yeah yeah every now and then we do have that in-house massage the eastern reflexology we're gonna have it very soon don't worry <laughs> and of course uh, this i found it very interesting is a series of workshop on mental health and stress management yep so those are the programs that uh, falls under the hr happiness program there will be more coming but uh, as i mentioned uh, to some that we would like to keep the element of surprise. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So yeah, I mean, on that note, then the takeaway for me, I, I guess, is we in the industry, people work hard. Not only the lawyers, but yes. the non-lawyers, the support staff, they they work so hard. So and this happens also in other industries. Correct. So in being able to be provided with a set of perks that will help alleviate all of the some sort of a stress and the fatigueness i think that helps so i think i beg to differ when people say that <laughs> you know what you're still gonna be miserable even with all of these perks no i don't think so which well which brings me to uh, one of the most important aspect in hr and in happiness mm. when it comes to working professionally for me which is creating a healthy working environment so how do you create that yeah, I think uh, that's very important point that you highlight there, Bagus. Mm-hmm. Contrary to the common belief that a healthy culture or healthy working environment comes only from the management, mm-hmm. I think actually a healthy working environment is most effective when it starts from the employee. So it starts from you. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that perks help you to, in a way, uh, manage your happiness. That is the really the objective of why we providing such perks because when healthy working environment starts from the employee, mm-hmm. um, it becomes contagious. I would say. Mm-hmm. So uh, by that I mean like your lifestyle, your your actions in managing your workloads and everything. That that creates or shape a healthy working culture. True. Sure. You see, so the firm or any other employers in on this matter mm-hmm. can only provide that safe and honest platforms yes. or policies and procedures to enhance that positive employee experience. So it really has to come from you when you want to define what is healthy working culture. Right, right. And on that note, mm. um, what is your approach on diversity and equal opportunities at work? Oh, this is important. Correct, correct. So I guess the power of diversity enriches our ideas and thoughts. Mm-hmm. And if you guys aware, I think in the case of Indonesia, diversity has always been one of our greatest assets as a nation. Yep, yeah. yep, right? yep, yep. Unity and diversity. So uh, the way I see it, commitment to diversity from a company is not always about the balancing act or the balancing ratio of gender, race, religion, and etc. Commitment to diversity is really by the firm or by the employer to provide safe platforms to our people to accommodate any differences for a greater goal. Right. So in our case, what does it what does it look like? Yes. 
So in Ellen or in our firm, uh, we do have what we refer to as uh, safe call. That's mm. like a third party uh, call center or, or ah. like 24-7 call center. If you have any issues uh, that is pretty sensitive and that you don't feel comfortable raising it to your uh, reviewer, oh, sorry, uh, seniors mm-hmm. or HR in this right, regard, you right. can easily call those third party. But I think what is very real, the in-house counseling, there is actually a platform right. for you to to express whatever uh, restless thoughts that you have. <laughs> right. you and recently, uh, we launched uh, Jakarta Women's Network. Mm. That's a bold move in the sense that that networks is actually a safe platforms for our female employees to empower women in Indonesia. Not so only in this uh, firm, but also in this market. Well, wow, this is very interesting. I've seen Rosie uh, handling a lot of activities for the Women uh, Network. I've seen that this has been introduced in our global offices, actually. Yes. So it's not so only in Jakarta. So not only in Jakarta. Right. It's so like a global movement, a global program. Right. So what, what, Rosie, so what do you do there? Okay, so essentially the uh, ANO Jakarta's Women's Network, mm-hmm. it aims to promote women empowerment, also become a space where the women in our office can encourage one another and support one another in our little community. So we provided a space where people can have safe discussions on uh, any issues that they might encounter during their time here and how it's just uh, essentially a sharing space where people can share what they do to face those problems. Wow. Okay. So what about that? That's on diversity. So what about... uh, just a little bit on the equal opportunities at work because yes. I think that's very important as well. It is indeed, Bagus. Uh, we are an equal opportunity employer, definitely, and we recently launched a new recruitment program mm-hmm. on the power of multicultural talent. So we're now working to tap into potential talents across the archipelago, in particular in the eastern part of Indonesia, like wow, Papua, okay. wow. to actually uh, make them aware that, uh, look, uh, regardless of where you come from, regardless of your ethnicities, you can be part of a global law firm. That's, that's great, guys. Wow, I'm, I'm impressed. It's always interesting to see what you guys have in store uh, in terms of recruiting and that's just to uh, spreading our wings. To tap into potential talents. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the better word for it. <laughs> yeah. I think this, this podcast will be very useful for fresh graduates, for people, or, yes. or even our peers who are tapping from outside looking in. Uh, what does it like to work in a law firm? What does it like to work in A&O in particular? Mm-hmm. On that note then, what advices or tips that you could give, especially to those who are only about to start their careers or and applying for jobs? What, 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 what can you say for them? I think to put it simple, you have to be confident to show your X factor. Mm. The X factor is really your uniqueness because you know that this lawyering profession is not for everyone. So you really have to be bold in distinguishing yourself from thousands of law graduates out there. Right, right. When you submit your resume mm-hmm. to our website, uh, keep it simple. Make your resume a de- design-free, uh, easy to read, uh, and one page, of course, and then we're going to take it from there. Perfect. Wow, exciting. Wow. So everyone listening to this episode of the GNR Time, you know what to do now. If you want to join the big family, then please do because we are super always 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 super excited to have a lot of new people coming in of course and on the thank you so much sunny for joining us i thank think this you, has been a 
and very a very refreshing episode we're gonna be talking a lot more about the legal industry and the development of it in the next episode of the general airtime but our listeners and all of you should also expect the kind of refreshers like this where we just step into things that people would not usually cover and because we're here we just want to make sure that everyone can get a little bit of everything nice. so again That's very nice. thank you so much and we wish you a good day thank you for having me guys yep. And everyone will see you in the next episode with Jenna Airtime. Have a good day. Bye.